I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the Republic for which it stands, under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask refuse to stay at home we will not comply with fauci we will not comply with joe biden and we will not comply with authoritarian governors i am not going to comply this ends now God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has
has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn oath they've sworn. 
And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you'd fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? Then people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. You sure this is the right place to recruit for a militia? Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. She was high on some pills She threw my shit out into the yard Then she called me a bum and slapped me real hard And in my drunken stupor I did what I should have never done Now I'm sitting here talking to you Drunken on the run I'm sitting at a bar on the inside Waiting for my ride on the outside She stole my heart trailer park so i dragged the keys to her fucking car and crashed that piece of shit then stepped away you know mo i'll probably get 10 years so just give me beers till they get here 
Yeah, I know the sun is coming up And y'all are probably getting ready for closing up But I'm trying to drown my soul I'm tired of this life on a dirt road And everything that I love is gone And I'm tired of hanging on She got me sitting at a bar on the inside Waiting for my ride on the outside She stole my heart trailer park, so I jacked the keys to her fucking car, and crashed that piece of shit, then stepped Guess it away, was be. romance is misery, so much for memories, and now I'm headed to the penitentiary, see me on TV, the next cop series, I am a danger, I guess I should have did something about my anger, but I never learned, real things that don't concern, I pour kerosene on everything I love and watch it burn, I know it's my fault, but I wasn't happy it was over. She threw a fit, so I crashed that piece of shit And now I'm going back again Back to the pen to see my friends And when we all pile out that county van They're gonna ask me where I've been I've been at a bar on the inside Waiting for my ride on the outside She stole my heart in the trailer park So I jacked the keys to her fucking car Crashed that piece of shit, then stepped away. Well, I'm sitting at a bar on the inside, and I'm waiting on my ride on the outside. You know, I crashed that piece of shit. Fuckers to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved, better half. V. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. That is an example of... Uh, Did you play that song in my honor? No, I... I, I crashed that bitch and then, and then walked away. No. I do that all the time. No, that was in honor of what embarrassment that took place last night on national television. <clears throat> they called the debate. Oh, you mean the um that was literally a dumpster on fire rolling down the road on wheels. The That's vice, the vice presidential debate where they all lost and Trump doesn't want any of them. <laughs> I wouldn't fucking take any of them. <laughs> That's literally what Trump said. He was like, Well, they all failed in running for my vice president. I, I wouldn't take them. What the, what yeah, the there was a debate last night, Lindsay. Trump didn't go. It was it was really bad. I watched it. It trust me, it's not worth your time. My favorite. Doug, she asked me, Doug, "What the fuck his name is?" Yeah, um, he, he was got a like loser. Five questions, yeah. not even like two questions. He's a loser too. Um, but the bigger, I mean, I like his politics, but he's, he's a loser. the only one that's read, read the Constitution. So you know, this is true, but nobody knows who he is. Um, but the issue is, is that like, folks, I wish I could tell you that there's some sunlight on this horizon somewhere. There isn't. All right, look. Everybody bitches at Trump. They went off on a big tangent last night. 
just on a pig. Oh, Ugh. Donald God. Duck. We're going to call him Donald Duck. Oh, oh, yeah. All right, Krispy Kreme. Shut the fuck up, you fat bitch. Dude. You are so fat, you haven't seen your dick in years, bro. Okay, Let wait, me wait, tell wait, you wait, something. Wait. We could legally declare that bitch dead. We we got a video. We got a we got all right. We got a video of Chris Christie right after the debate. Was he in a was he in a New York City salon trying to no, 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 no. purchase some good no, stuff? He, well, he he was he was in a liquor store. Okay. So he's this, trying to, this might've been, a, this is like a bodega in, in New York. Okay. Yeah, this is what he was doing. This, he was trying to get a, he was trying to get some this beer. This is actual live footage of Chris Christie immediately after the debate. Getting some food. Okay. He, Check here, this out. Here, here you go. There he is. You see him right, right there in the box. See, there he, there is. he is right there in front of the box. Here he goes. He's running away. That's New York City. Red. That is the New York City rat. If you've never seen a New York City rat before, that's actually kind of small a one. small size rat. I've seen them bigger. Seriously, they have rats the size of fucking Seamus in New York. <laughs> no, no, they don't. Not that big. I've never seen one that big, but I've seen one bigger. Than, I've seen one the same size as what's the biggest small breed dog out there? The like, miniature basset? Like Maxie's size. No, bigger. Like a, I saw I mean, a miniature a, basset, a, a miniature basset hound. I saw one that size. Yeah. And those are pretty big. Those still get to about a hundred pounds. They are. You could fucking eat uh. those things for days. Yeah. That's the same size as a politician folks. Just so you're aware really quick, just so we're on all on the same music. What you just saw was a politician. It's not really a big deal. It's just a politician, you know. but nonetheless, last night was horrible on so many different levels. Um, first of all, the Univision bitch. I don't know what the fuck she was doing there to start with. I'm not going to do what everybody else did. Well, look, first of all, has to be there to speak to the voters. Look, first of all, the people for her to get on there and make a bunch of political statements to say that America is directly behind gun violence, COVID and behind we are, we are all behind of the COVID. other diseases that are out there in the world. That's pretty and true. that the reason that the, the world sucks is because of America. That's kind of true. That's kind of fucked up. But it's true. The, listen, it might be true, but the fact that Fox News doesn't even have the balls to vet this bitch's questions, what'd she say? I'm a DIY or a DEI hire? Really? So she doesn't she doesn't have to submit her questions like everybody else? Because all she made last night, I don't know why any of those cucks last night on stage answered a single one of that bitch's questions. Every question she made or she said she made was a political statement. Every single question from the border that we're harming, it's it's our fault. It's America's fault. That's true. We did open the border wide open. No, no, no. No, it's America's fault that these people are getting caught at the border. Oh. That's what she said. I mean, well, that's true, too, because there's, you know, like... It, two, two Border yeah, Patrol two agents border doing patrol their agents job. That actually do their job. So Everybody else doesn't get to. No, they're like, come on in. Let's hold the game. Whoa, whoa. Let's put a ladder up for you because this, this there's too much. First of all, going on. This is America. There. Second of all, if you've got questions about your foreign country, go down to your foreign country and go ask those questions. Don't ask them here. This isn't the place for it. I wonder if she's legal. She probably is. That's why her questions weren't vetted because they couldn't read them. And that's probably the truth because she probably wrote them all in Spanish and she knew those dumb fucking gringos couldn't read it. But it's just my my point is this. If we're going to do this, 
And we're actually going to say that there's going to be an election, which I don't think there's going to be. And a lot of people seem to be starting. A lot of people seem to be starting to jump on that bandwagon, which is interesting. I've heard a lot more people start saying, I don't know if there's going to be an election. Amazing. It's amazing what you hear. John said when Gavin Newsom announces that Trump won a debate that he wasn't at, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's just, I, I don't know. It's true. I, I don't know what Gavin Newsom ever told the truth. I, I don't know what those people, you know, I, everybody else needs to get the fuck off that stage except for the top three. Mm. Vivek. Fuck him. Nikki Haley and DeSantis need to be the only three on that stage. Why? Because we're wasting votes everywhere else, folks. We're just wasting them. They're a waste of votes, too. I, I don't get me wrong. They are. I mean, but it should only be the top three on that stage. I'm sorry. Pence isn't polling enough. Neither is the other one. Neither is uh, Tim Scott. Well, Pence is a traitor. I mean, I like Tim Scott, but he's a token. Sorry. They're never going to vote him in. And um, who was the other? Oh, Doug. Doug. Doug's a nobody. He's just. I like, I like Doug's policies the best. I like Doug's politics the best. I like the fact that he's like a straight shooter and he's actually read the Constitution. But that's why no one will ever vote for him. Exactly. So either way, that's fine. Again, I'm going to ask my plea. Donald, Mr. President, come on this show, answer my questions. Never happened. If you can answer my questions, I guarantee you're going to get a lot more America on your side. Never happened. Put money on it. Yeah, Latanya, this is totally deja vu. We had this same fucking conversation after the first debate. Okay, somebody take care of that. Dude, this live support Rumble 24. We don't play this stupid game. Somebody somebody deal with that here every time. Douchebag. Do me a favor and please. Just, like block them permanently. I'm sick of them. I'll just I'll just do it. How's that? It's fine. I'll just fucking he's going to the jitter, bitch. See ya, bitch. You are deleted uh forever. There you go. You're gone. Peace. Done. First time I fucking booted anybody in, in Rumble. Did it done? Yeah, wasted like Trudeau. Later. Uh, apparently, Trudeau went to um, yeah, he's all on coke and shit. He what well, he went to India, I think. Yeah, went out and scored an able. No, no, like his they said his entire plane was full of cocaine. And he oh, went, shit. he went in his hotel room and he stayed there for two days and didn't yeah, answer was, any calls and yeah. wouldn't come out because he was fucking he was doing like I guess mountains I guess of all cocaine. right, he was so, skiing in cocaine. All right, so maybe. Canadians, you guys have it a little bit worse than we do, but well, it's legal in Canada. <laughs> you guys look, th it sucks. Really it really does. But at least you don't, at least he can remember what his name is without looking inside his underwear. I mean, our problem is we got a president that's got to look in his underwear just to see what the fuck his name is. He can't because it's shit stained. He can't read your name through shit. Sorry. So anyway, moving right along, the debate was shit though. <laughs> this is like underwear. the debate last night this is what i all the one clip i want you to play this is the one that i told you did you find it i don't know okay well you, I, you didn't give me a specific clip no you i didn't like, i just said find the part where they're just uh-huh okay is that it is I, this it I, I hope so all right well we're gonna see this is all this debate was about last night and it sucked we need to win elections. And part of how we win elections is reaching the next generation of young Americans where they are. So when I get into office, I've been very clear. Kids under the age of social, under the age of 16, should not be using addictive social media. This is infuriating okay. because TikTok is one of the most dangerous social media apps that we could have. And what you've got, I honestly, every time I hear you, I feel a little bit dumb. Stop it. The one I'm looking for is if you watch this last night, if you watch any of the, the cuts, you don't have to watch it. This is stupid. It, this is really dumb. 
But if you watch any of the cups from cuts from last night, the one where they're just talking over each other, that was all last night was every second of last night was them just talking over each other, except for these little hits where they got their zingers in. They got their little, I got my one liner in Donald duck. We're going to call you Donald duck. Get the, f this, it was the says, gayest hey, thing hey, get, I've ever get that seen clip where they're all talking over each other. Okay. It, it, it was, it was ridiculous. This thing is dumb. It was so dumb last night. It, they they didn't they wouldn't let him finish questions, and then when they did let him finish questions and people started speaking up, the moderators wouldn't let him shift off of the topic to go after him. I was like, the moderators lost control of that bit oh, in the first thirty seconds. Thirty seconds, right after the Univision bitch yep. went into the Mexican rant and, on and then on they air, start talking over each other, talking at each other, talking not a. Yeah, interrupting each other, that, that was the worst thing. This is, it didn't win. Look, normally in a debate. I agree, Sergeant Horace. We already spent way too much time on this next. No one here cares. Either In the debate, either the moderators win, the channel wins, or the candidates win. Here, Donald Trump won. And in this one, none of them won, and Donald Trump won. I just, I'm telling you, don't waste your time with it. It was four hours of my life I'm never going to get back. I, I'm just going to put it that way to you. Fast forwarding. This, this is kind of funny though. Hold on. Because uh, Trump uh, delivered his own speech. Well, he did. Um, but they, they, I guess, asked him about, you know, he's he is going to talk to the United Auto Workers. Yeah. Right. Well, he did. He did it at the wrong yeah. place because he's a dumbass, but. Whatever. So he, he went to talk to the United Auto Workers. And they asked him this. It's all over television, this speech. You know, we're competing with the job candidates. They're all pulling for a job. No, they're all job candidates. They want to be in the, you know, they want to tell do anything. Secretary or something. They even say VP. I don't know. Does anybody see any VP in the group? I don't think so. No, no, we're, uh, we're, they don't have a crowd like we have. When you look at the thousands of people outside that couldn't get in, why didn't you build a bigger plant? <laughs> but we're here today at Drake Enterprises, a family-owned and operated Michigan auto parts supplier. Yeah, there's okay, no VPs anyway, out there. He was like, yeah, anyone see a VP in the group? Nah. nah. Nope, no VPs there. Nope. nope. Nope, not there. Nope, not if you want... Uh... The, I don't maybe a secretary or something other. They'll put they'll make he'll make Vivek Ramaswamy the secretary of AI. <laughs> he space, can, he'll be the secretary he can of space chat force. GTP, since Chris Christie calls him chat GTP all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of funny, actually. Yeah. Uh, well, moving into impeachment hearings then and the impeachment hearing really wasn't much better. Believe it or not, it really wasn't. Okay. There's no new news that came well, out. Well, there yet. was a little bit. No. A it, very, hold Yesterday, on. the big news broke, all right? And yesterday was where they found the wire of $250,000 that went directly to Joe's home in Delaware. But remember, there is no connection of Joe and his son's business dealings. But somehow, Joe was wired a quarter of a million dollars to his house under his name. So Canico the Great put up a good post about this. He said, um, new impeachment inquiry releases Hunter Biden's text messages to his Chinese energy company business partners saying his, quote, uncle's brother, that would be President Joe Biden, will be attending meetings. 
President Biden's brother, James Biden, told FBI agents that he and Hunter were trying to help this Chinese energy company purchase U.S. energy assets while they believed the company's chairman was directly tied to Chinese President Xi Jinping. Rob Walker, a Biden business partner, also confirmed that President Biden attended a meeting with CEFC chairman Xi Jinping, who Hunter and James considered a protege of President Xi. Yeah, but we knew that too. The Bidens received millions from CFC China Energy, including a million dollar wire transfer. Uh, yeah, we know all that. This this, this was all China. this was all in Hunter's laptop. The only difference now is that we're finding out that Hunter was not only was Hunter involved, but Joe was there. Yeah, James B. noted that RHB portrayed, portrayed CEFC to him as Chairman Yi was a protege of President Xi. Uh, James B. started that Chairman Yi was prepared to execute on the deal with Monkey Island in Louisiana. And yes, Joe was there. So the Democrats going on and on saying About there's no, no evidence. evidence. No, there's more than enough evidence. Lots more than evidence. enough. Lots, lots, of, lots, lots of evidence. More than enough. Like plenty of evidence. Yeah, lots, lots of evidence. Oh, let's see. What's the next one? Is it keep going up? Oh, I, that's the one I was looking for. Um, this one, the, yeah. the Byron. Yeah. The Byron. This is nothing new. This is all the same thing you've heard before. But this, I, I do like Byron. Yeah, I got you. you. You're into BBC. Get it. But this is like all of this information we have all heard. Every single one of you, mm -hmm. you've heard it from me. You've heard it from other podcasters. You've heard it through the channels uh, that actually talked about Hunter Biden's laptop. If you've, if you know anything about Hunter Biden's laptop, which you should know a lot because we've talked a lot about it. Let me tell you, you've heard all about this shit. This is nothing new. Again, Hunter Schlong, second most famous Schlong in the world after Big Mike's. I was about to say, Big Mike. Big Mike! <laughs> she, she, she's got a bigger one, or it's got a bigger exactly. one. Exactly. Anyway. <sighs> it's a big old dong. Things like come to you quickly. A lot of talk about evidence. On the screens in the room, we have an organizational chart from the IRS investigative team that was looking into the business practices of Hunter Biden and his associates. This org chart is from 2014. Now, Mr. Dubinsky, when my former life, I was in community banking. And I'm com I'm comfortable with looking at organizational charts. When I first saw this chart, the first thing I thought about was a real estate holding company or a developer. And this is not to demean developers in the great East state of America, but developers typically have multiple companies that float with various business interests and business lines. But the funny thing is that in the business dealings of Hunter Biden, there is no real estate, none at all. So, Mr. Dubinsky, in your professional experience, looking at this organizational chart of business structure, what do you see here? I see a very complicated structure of entities uh, that are interrelated and would give me concern. If I were an investigator, I would want to know what's going on in these entities, who's behind them, how's, how's the money moving between them, and what is the substance of the transactions? What's really going on here? Mr. Dubinsky, do you think it's in the, in the interest of this committee that is now in an inquiry phase to actually find out all of the... Uh, flow of money between these entities and what the purpose was? Absolutely. Uh, next slide, please. For my colleagues on the other side, we're going to start talking evidence now. This is now a slide of the organizational chart of the Hunter Biden business, business uh, companies and, and with associates from 2018, from the same IRS investigators who were broke down the business structure in 2014. Does this slide cause you the same concern, Mr. Dubinsky? Yes, it does. Okay. 
Now, let's talk about some more. Actually, one point I want to make on this. Ladies and gentlemen, if and I know it's kind of small, so I would love to submit. I will submit all this for the record. I would love my colleagues on the other side to see this. In 2014, one of the key owners was Devin Archer, who did testify and who did was uh, uh, was under deposition under oath by the oversight committee. In 2018, Devin Archer is no longer listed, but his wife, Krista Archer, is now listed. Mr. Dubinsky. When you see a situation where ownership interest moves from one spouse to the other, is that a concern of some level of fraud potentially? I, I would call it a red flag. That's something I would look at and, and, again, try to get to the bottom of what happened there. Was it just transferred? Was there money behind it? What was going on? Okay, thank you. Next slide. Now, this is to a text message. This is a text message um, between... Uh, it's going to Naomi Biden. That's what this one is. Hold on. Wait, so let me get my stuff back. There we go. Sorry. This is the WhatsApp text message between Jim Biden and Hunter Biden. In this text message, it clearly says, anyway, we can talk later, but you've been drawn into something purely for the purpose of protecting dad. This is between Hunter Biden and Jim Biden. Last time I checked, the father of Jim Biden and Joe Biden is now passed away. So I'm assuming this is Hunter Biden saying to Jim Biden, the president's brother, that you've been brought in this for the sole purpose of protecting dad. Miss O'Connor, do you think that this text message would lead this committee to get further information about the business dealings of Hunter Biden and how that actually links to Jim Biden, the president's brother, and why they are so concerned with protecting Dad, a.k.a. Joe Biden, a.k.a. the president of the United States? Yes. Thank you. Next slide, please. This is a text message between um, Hunter Biden and Naomi Biden. And this one is a famous one. Everybody knows this one. This is a famous one that says, I hope you all do what I did and pay for everything for this entire family for 30 years. It's really hard. But don't worry, unlike Pop, I won't make you I won't make you give me half your salary. Mr. Dubinsky, if you saw a text message like this in a potential money laundering operation or a potential pay for play operation, would you be looking for information related to money going from son to father? Absolutely, without a doubt. Thank you. Next slide. Oh, this is a fun one. Ladies and gentlemen, this one is from 2018. This is about four months before Joe Biden launched his campaign for president of the United States, December 2018. The highlight is, this is a text message between Jim Biden and Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden was in a bad way, by the way. He was, he was really strung out. He lost a bunch of money. He needed help. Jim Biden says, this can work. You need a safe harbor. I can work with your father alone. It'll probably take several months and everybody can read the text. Ms. O'Connor, Mr. Dubinsky, if you saw text messages like this between the president's brother and the president's son, wouldn't you be concerned about them trying to give plausible deniability for the president of the United States to not have any knowledge of said business dealings? It's worth Gentlemen, time's expired, but please answer the question. It's worth investigating. Mr. Dubinsky? I would agree. I would, I would investigate this. I yield back. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Gentlemen, yields back. Hey, do me a favor. Mm. Go back to where he shows the org charts. Way back in the beginning. Okay. Folks, you see that? Okay. Let me show you something. Go to us. Cut to us. Full screen. This is an example of a military organizational chart. It's a fictitious company under a battalion. Okay. 
with three platoons. Notice how all the lines just go up. Mm-hmm. That's how org charts work. Mm-hmm. Not sideways, bifurcating each other, jumping around each other, going in circles. You know what this, as an investigator, you know what this tells me? Money laundering. Money laundering. 100% money laundering. Why is it money money laundering? Babe? Because mo- money is moving back and forth on top of itself. Hey, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. One part reports to part B that reports back to part A that says that part B isn't paying part A and part C needs to pay pay part B. And when you get to the end of it, when you run the money all the way through it, it's still the same money. Yep. Nothing's changed. Org charts work a certain way. When I see that automatically, I'm thinking there's a motherfucker trying to steal some shit there. That's, that's evidence in 90% of the criminal investigations that the Secret Service opens. Why do I say the Secret Service? Treasury. Department of Treasury. 90% of investigations that the Department of Treasury opens, that's the reason they open. Because when a company opens their books and they the first thing they look at is their org chart. Where's the money going? How is the money routed? Does it come in through one place and then go another place? No. Oh, it goes to company C first. Wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense unless you're trying to launder cash. That's how you launder cash. Mm -hmm. You give it into legitimate businesses, which turn around and give legitimate currency to laundered cash, illegal cash that has never been taxed. That's what laundering money is. Strip clubs and restaurants are Excellent. Excellent art galleries. Art galleries oh, are the yeah. best. That is the number one place. Either an art gallery a pro- you can or a drug dealer. A price one of the anything. two. But at least art galleries are above board. Drug dealers are, you know. Yeah, no, I know. A little more difficult. But but art galleries and drug dealers are the two easiest places to launder cash. Mm-hmm. Two easiest places to do it. You think that the cartels don't launder cash all the time? Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. They do it more than anybody else does. Just about. Yep. They know how to launder cash better than most of us. Yep. But all of this shit is... This is all for show. That's all this is. All we're watching right now is shit. We are, you know what's sad? I could take five of you out of our audience, out of the 55,000 people that are listening to us right now. I could take five of you out, sit you down. You know more about what's going on in the Hunter Biden case than these ass clowns sitting on fucking Capitol Hill. So I, I watched the end of this. I went to, uh, we didn't talk about our day. Tell you what, I was in pain today. I woke up this morning. I was like, "Fuck, I hurt. I hurt a lot." Yeah, you talk. My neck hurts because y'all know I slipped coming out of the chicken coop last night and on bounced my head off the fucking four by four that is the door jam and it on landed on my right hip and took all the this took the skin off my arm here. It's all pretty small. Oh my god. Anyway. I know. Hey, She's I can carry on like a little you. girl. I can, I am a little girl. I can be dramatic. <laughs> so, uh, my neck hurts. So this my morning, fuck you. I rub your neck down every morning. Fuck off. I rubbed much. yours down this. Oh, don't you, you dare did. give me shit. I, know you. I was just about to say, make rub my neck down this morning with serious CBD because it hurts so bad for me to ask. And then I texted Beth Ann. I was like, please come get me a massage. Please, please. I really need a massage. She's coming over on Sunday. So did you beg for, yeah, for me to ask for a massage is huge. Like, you know, I'm in pain. If I'm calling somebody like, please come give me a massage. Just smoke more weed. <laughs> Don't worry. I will. So I went to my aunt Margaret's today. Cause I, I've been promising that I'd go out there and help her yard work. Cause, um, so I, I adore my aunt Margaret first off. 
she's my godmother. Um, there was a time in my life where my stepdad threatened to not, not my dad now, the first stepdad. Um, the shitty one. Yeah, the shitty one. Queen. He he tried to throw me out of the house, and I almost, uh, I literally, I almost came to Atlanta to live with my aunt Margaret at that point, um, but my mom kicked him out instead. So. Anyway, <laughs> in the end, it worked yeah, out. In the end, it worked out. But, um, but my aunt Margaret is is truly faithful. She knows God probably better than anybody else in our, anybody in our family, except for my grandfather, who's not with us anymore. So uh, maybe your husband. I mean, my immediate we're, blood we're, family. We're at we're at equal links. I mean, my blood family. You know what I mean? Um, wow. I. I married you, babe. Thank God we're not blood related. That'd be really gross. Okay. Touche. So, um, anyway, so, uh, so after I finished up the artwork, I, I just like, you know, trimmed all our hedges in the front and I'll go back and do some more next week. But we sat down and had lunch and, and, um, I told her about the good book and, you know, I told her, I was like, you know, every, every day, cause my day starts at six, the show is at eight 30, you know, so I have, couple hours a day before I start the day and she starts her day. She gets up every morning and, and reads a bit of the Bible. Like that's how my aunt Margaret starts her day every day. She reads a bit of the Bible. So I was telling her about the good book and I told her that, uh, you know, it, it's changed my whole day. If my day shitty starts out shitty, I know I'm going to go come sit down here and read the Bible for 30 minutes and that shittiness doesn't bother me. And then after I do that, it doesn't bother me. And um, I was like, my mom thinks I'm crazy. I said, but my mom lost God a long time ago. She's like, yeah, she did. But Aunt Margaret took two jabs at the very beginning, only two, the first two. And then she said no more. And now she has, they claim, Parkinson's. And she was like, it was, she's like, the only symptoms I had, the only symptom I had is the fatigue. I mean, she has some tremors, but, and she's on all kinds of drugs. But, uh, yeah. She was like, just, she's like the fatigue. I didn't get anything done this summer because I was just so fatigued. And I was like, you know, that's the number one side effect of the jab, right? Like she's like the jab. Yeah. The COVID shots. I was like, you know, that's why my dad can't do any, like he can't move for more than two hours and then he has to lay down and take a nap. And I don't know, maybe I started to open her eyes a little bit. I told her Heather went through the same thing and she's my age. And we got her through it with cardio miracle and distilled water and pure food and, you know, a whole lifestyle change. And now she has all this energy, but, um, she can't do yard work anymore, man. Now, I mean, very little she's hoping they basically put her on speed to give her her energy back. So they call it something else, but it's basically, she was up till two o'clock in the morning last night. She, she went full on tweaker. She like ripped her house apart. Adderall. She, no, it's something else. It's not Adderall. It's something else, but it's similar. I guarantee it's basalt because yeah. it's the only thing they've got out there right now that they're legitimately giving people, but they're out of Adderall now. Supposedly. Yeah. So, um, like she, <laughs> I went in there and like all of her, she's, she'd been reorganizing her house yesterday until two o'clock in the morning. She was fucking tweaking. She was straight up tweaking on whatever drugs they gave her. So to give her an eight ball, I, I mean, holy shit. It's like snorting an eight like ball. All her good China, like all her little tchotchkes were on the, the dining room table. She'd been dusting them. Like she's wearing organizing them, put them away. She's like, I don't know what the hell came over me. <laughs> like, all right, tweaker. Like, you were tweaking Aunt Margaret. She's like, what's that? Never mind. You were rolling, <laughs> rolling like fucking. <laughs> but so now, you know, even though I'm 
I'm slamming busy. I promised that I promised I'd go help my Aunt Margaret with her yard because her, the lady that was helping her with the yard moved away and she had some kid over there and didn't do it. Very it didn't, good do, job. didn't do very well. <laughs> he broke more shit than he fixed. Um, You'll have that. So, uh, so yeah. So yes, of course my mother voluntold me to go help my Aunt Margaret. And so now I drive an hour once a week to go help my Aunt Margaret for a couple hours in her yard. It's fine. It's fine. But I'm tired. <laughs> yes, I fell last night just before the show, Edouard. Like seconds. Like literally, I I just showered, gotten dressed for the show. And just before the show started, I had to come in and get changed real quick because I was covered in mud. And <laughs> because she decided to go I, sideways I went, in the garden. <laughs> fuck all sideways in the garden. In the in the chicken coop. Her shape very fast. Yes. I even saw it and I said, wow, that looked like it hurt. It did. I, I was like, I, I don't think I got knocked out, but I laid on the ground. I go, shit, that really rang my bell. <laughs> it really did. My head hurts. Right, right where he's like, drink more water. That's not going to help the big fucking bump on my head. Anyway. So Clay Higgins, let's go back to shit. Is that what you got queued up? Yeah, um, yeah. Clay Higgins. No, no, this is the new stuff. So going on about, um, you know, remember now. Did you get some of the liberals? Because I hope you did. Just for the. I, I re- just, I just for the. It. Just, no, I would have gotten it just for the contrary. Because the all questions right, well, they fine. asked, the shit they talked about, folks. Look, they tried to pin all this shit. There, uh, what's his nuts? Uh, fucking Adler up there. The little fucking crazy little douchebag nerd motherfucker up there his dumb ass has got a fucking computer it's his republican shutdown oh yeah it, in I, two days uh, in so raskin, many hours yeah. no, raskin whatever his name is that retards up there with a the fucking no 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 when a couple years ago when the government shut down you guys said it was the republicans fault the democrats claimed it was the republicans fault because the republicans were in charge fine i'll play those that Them's the rules. I'm playing the rules. You said that two years, three years ago, four years ago, under Trump, when the government almost shut down, you said, no, no, no. Republicans are in charge. This is a Republican problem. Well, the Democrats are in charge. Republicans. Why are we not saying this is a Democrat problem? Oh, because Republicans control the house and therefore the purse strings, yada, yada. And your pussies. And Mm -hmm. your pussies. That is the number one reason why you're not saying it. You're pussies. Just say it. This is a Democrat problem. We have a Democrat president. We've got a democratically controlled Senate. This is a Democrat problem. They're the ones that got to approve the bill. We just got to push it forward. Push a bill for spending forward that you think is appropriate. And let the Democrats shit can it. That's the way our government works. It's supposed to go that way. Let it happen. Let the Democrats look like the shit bags. Push forward an appropriate spending bill. That makes everybody happy. Cuts a lot of spending and fucking dumps programs in the government. Please do it. Do it now. So you don't. It's not your fault. You push forward the bill. You let them do it. Because when they shit can it in the Senate, return it to the House, you can then shit can it because that's not the original bill. 
All right. Sparky said, since I fell, that means that I can be president. You know what, Sparky? When I was in fifth grade and we learned about the Constitution and the requirements to be president, his mother, who is my teacher, told me that I could never be president of the United States because my mother was not born in this country. Which is half accurate. But now you don't even have to be born in this fucking country to be president. Barack Obama. So I think you're right. Fuck them. Anyway, let's listen to this, whatever. Chairman, Mr. Turley, Professor, we're going to be moving quickly here. How do you know it? Let us, uh, let us retract from the absurdities of 21st century yeah, Twitter. Turn it let's go back to 1787, shall we? Article 2, Section 4, the President, Vice President, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, and other high crimes and misdemeanors. The high crimes and misdemeanors is not and never has been limited to indictable criminality. Um, Mr. Turley, Professor, please tell us briefly, sir, what was the actual meaning in 1787 of high crimes and misdemeanors? Well, this has been a matter of obviously robust debate for uh, many decades. What we do know is that there were various terms that were offered and were rejected, uh, the most famous being maladministration, and James Madison was un uncomfortable with that. But they were also uncomfortable with limiting it to like treason and bribery. Exactly. It was never designed to be to be limited by, by writ of statute, was it, Professor? Would Madison... Would Madison argue that, quote unquote, betrayal of trust to foreign powers is an impeachable offense? There are references into that, that type of betrayal of, of trust. But also, if you take a look at past impeachments, uh, they have gone to the violation of public trust, including the use of office uh, to perpetuate false accounts or to obstruct this uh, body. Agreed. So in, in, impeachment is a is a mechanism of our congressional authority. It's not a it's not a criminal proceeding, is it, Professor? It's not. What I've said previously is that I happen to believe you should start with the criminal code and look at things that would be crimes for others because those resonate the most in terms and though, of and those those criminal code violations would be revealed through the investigative effort. Thank God for Je Jamie Raskin. I'm dead serious uh, Mr. Higgins right Higgins, now. Higgins, not please, Jamie Raskin. Please, we'll get to him in a second. Please, douchebag. No, stop. Just Thank God for him. Because mm -hmm. you know what he just did? Do, do you know what he just got on the record? Hmm. <clears throat> exactly. Mark Jason Walker calling it right out from the beginning. It is a setup. Mark Jason well, Walker. Step up, but okay. He is laying it out. He is laying out the 1787 case, which is the most important case because high crimes and misdemeanors. And then they added an added bit in there. Bribery. That was added in 1787. By Sam Adams. Mm -hmm. Sam Adams said, look, if the president is bribed, it is impeachable. Bribed, whether financially, because in 1787, what Sam Adams was worried about was Britain coming back in and taking control. <laughs> and what he was afraid of is that somebody who was loyal to the Tory of the Whigs was going to sell out the United States. Yeah, he only had to wait 100 years for that to happen. So Sam Adams said, wait a minute. 
slow our let's slow our roll on what we're talking about impeachment high crimes and misdemeanors let's also add in bribery because they can do it financially to us they have a bigger strong because at the time the bank of england was bigger and stronger than any bank we had here in america so they were like whoa time out you've got it and that's when all the rules i know it didn't take 100 years leo i rounded up that's when all the rules for presidency like Farrah shit that's when the rule started based on the 1787 idea of what an impeachment should be that's when the rule started Farrah started in 1787 there's a lot of shit that started in 1787 said it's the mere impropriety of the office that is one of the key lines in impeachment proceedings is the mere impropriety, not necessarily a conviction. The fact that you were involved to begin with, the fact that somebody could hold you, hold that over your head, that is impeachable. That is what Mr. Higgins is referring to. And he's just saying, look, proof or no proof, the fact that Joe Biden was involved with the Chinese fucking government, the fact that his son was working for Burisma, the fact that they they lobbied to get someone fired in another country, that's quid pro quo. That is what he is in. He's saying, look, in 1787, Sam Adams had the foresight to say, this shit's going to be a problem in 2023. Just saying. All right, let's let him finish then. Dude, I'm going to kill this piece of shit. Life support. Get of the fuck the out congressional of endeavor to delete to this message. Inquire into impeachable offenses like that, this, like this hearing. Would you agree? That's right. This is the moving part. quickly. Yeah. There's, there's uh, one of the gentlemen said there's no credibility to this evidence. Let me say, as an investigator, there's perhaps no category of evidence that's more credible than bank records. And bank records is what we're working with. The House Oversight Committee, Judiciary Committee, Ways and Means Committee are investigating highly suspicious money transactions from, from foreign powers through shell companies to Biden family members. There's nothing more credible in an investigative effort, good sir, than bank records. Um, I'm going to read from an email from Assistant United States Attorney Wolf released by the House Committee on Ways and Means yesterday, identified as Exhibit 202 of the IRS whistleblower investigation. This email shows Ms. Wolf prohibiting the investigation team from looking into political figure one. Let me clarify that during that investigation, political figure one was a pseudonym agreed upon by the investigative team, the FBI, the DOJ, an IRS investigator. Political figure one is not a pseudonym created by Republicans or Democrats. Political figure one is President Biden, is Joe Biden, Leslie Wolf. As a priority, someone needs to redraft attachment B. There should be nothing about political figure one in here. This is a response to an email delivered by Joshua Wilson, FBI agent, I say, please see the task draft for Blue Star search warrant. Blue Star Strategies is a longtime Democrat lobbying firm that Hunter Biden used to put pressure 
on U.S. government officials to end the investigation and protect Burisma. The Department of Justice was investigating Blue Star for these activities and allowed to retroactively register as a foreign agent. Today, no one has been held accountable at Blue Star. That happened during 2020, just months before your presidential election, America. You should be very concerned about this. Mr. Turley. That's, well, pretty much what I said. But I love the fact that he just called out political figure number one, which we've all thought, everybody's thought it since the day we've ever seen that email. Mm-hmm. That would be it, Joe. Did you not call? Oh, you it. called it. I did. I you said, threw the flag. Yep. You said, that's Joe. Yep, that's Joe. Absolutely. We read that eight months ago. Yep, that's Joe. Eight months ago, we read that email in this show. Eight months ago, we read that email. It's the first time we're hearing it on national TV. Why is that? Why is it? Because the media won't cover it. Tell me something. Because that, that if, would break their narrative that there is no evidence. If Joe Biden is not guilty, okay, if if everything Joe Biden is telling us is true, right, which none of us believe, yeah, right, why not just release your bank records, Joe? Seriously. Just let your bank If you, folks, tell me something. If the cops came and knocked on your door tomorrow and said that you were embezzling money from your company, what would you do? Uh, the first thing I do say, here's my, here's, here how, here's how broke I am. Yeah, no shit. Show me where I'm embezzling money, please, because I ain't got no money. That's literally why, why fight it? Why fucking sit there and run the fucking pop? Unless you're guilty. Mm-hmm. See, the, the little bit that I do have that you guys don't have is I have worked on that, that, that other side of the desk where a lot of our folks, a lot of our listeners, and it's nothing about you all, you all have sat on the other side of the desk. I've asked the questions. You've been the investigator. My question to these people is, wait a minute. You keep claiming, the Democrats keep claiming there's no evidence. Then Joe, why aren't you giving up? Why have, haven't, why isn't there a Republican that's just saying, Joe, give up your bank records. If you're not guilty, if what you're saying is completely true, just give us access to your bank records. He said no, and they they've been no, trying no, to go no. after him. He and sued they, him. Yeah, he sued he them. He sued them yep. for going after his bank records to stop them from getting his bank records. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. What Joe, are what are you hiding? What are you hiding? You are the president of the United States. The buck stops at you, bro. Yeah. It's about time that the buck starts stopping at his goddamn feet because these bitches are going to keep letting it go on and they're wasting our time. And it's not like you have a multi-billion dollar holding real estate company like Trump where, you know, your bank records might be. Or your tax records are this big. No, you've been a fucking politician your entire life. You've never held a real job. So your bank records shouldn't really be that hard. What are you selling? Oh, that's right. Yourself. Let him let him continue. Let's, let's let him finish the last 30 seconds. Because he says it right here. Based upon the constitutional parameters of the House of Representatives, do you agree that our oversight committee, Judiciary Committee, and Ways and Means Committee should be judiciously investigating uh, reasonable suspicion of impeachable actions by President Joe Biden? I do. Uh, I think it is your duty to get answers to these questions and to see if the president was involved in what I think is a confirmed, corrupt, influence peddling effort. 
Thank you, Mr. Chairman. My time has expired. I yield. Thank you, Mr. He didn't, but he did later on. But he does go into that. He brings all of that up. And he says, well, Joe, if he, he's the only one that does. There's oh, nobody else that says, hey, Joe, wait a minute. If this is, if this is so bad, just give us your bank records. Just give us your bank records. It's all over. We end this now. We end this today. You give us your bank records. He won't because the money he's collected is illegal, hasn't been taxed, and he's trying to pull one over on the American people. And what the Republicans are doing are calling him on it, finally. However, is this actually going to lead to an impeachment? I don't think so. We'll see. No, no, think about this. First of all, the House can put forward impeachment charges. That's fine. They can impeach all they want. you got to get the Senate to convict. That's not happening. Not in any way, shape, or form. No. There's not a Democrat that's turning sides on Joe Biden. Nope. They're too scared about their own life ahead. Yep. Okay? So that's not happening. So the Senate is not going to convict Joe Biden. So we end up up in the same place that they ended up with Trump. The difference being... Twice. Hold on. The difference being that... When Trump got impeached in the House but not convicted in the Senate, the mainstream media ran with the narrative that Trump's been impeached. Trump's been impeached. But if Joe gets con- gets impeached, oh no, in the House, it's going to be but not in the Senate. It's Joe has Joe been is clear. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He hasn't been impeached. Yeah. Even yep. though no. it'll be the exact That's same exactly situation, what it's the gonna... narrative will be entirely so, different. You know, I love to talk shit about Kevin McCarthy about being him being such a pussy boy, but really here, this is a tough one because. He can end up looking just like Nancy Pelosi. Mm-hmm. That's where the issue is. And I understand his issue with bringing impeachment charges because yeah, you, you do run the risk of looking like Nancy Pelosi at the end of the day, because you know, it's not going to get convicted in the Senate and you know, what's going to happen on the mainstream media. It's virtue signaling. It's all it is. It's all it is. Just like they did with Trump. That's why but- I don't think this is going anywhere. So, as I started to say earlier and completely lost my train of thought, um, after I came home from Aunt Margaret's today, I, uh, I caught the tail end of this hearing and I was sitting out on the porch watching this when Jamie Raskin got up there and made his little speech and I'm screaming, yelling at my, you know, I, I we watch, we have a fucking 96 inch TV yeah, that you can see from the space station, which is inside the firmament. But um, I watch TV on my little 15 inch tablet on the back porch. Yeah. So anyway, I'm just, cause that's what I do. You so can't come in and watch it no, with me. Cause that's inside. I don't like being inside. I, I um, so I, uh, I'm watching it on my I tablet like to be inside. and I'm so do most guys. Yeah, most guys like fine. to be inside. I don't like being inside. They like to be so, on the inside. <laughs> it feels good. So I'm, I'm screaming at the tablet and the dogs are like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> they're like freaking out. Like I start yelling and they're like, it, or is one of the kids around here? Like, did I miss something? What the hell's going on? Anyway, so I might. Seamus was scared. She's yelling at ghosts. She's yelling at ghosts again. Like they knew I wasn't yelling at them, but they're like, what the fuck is she yelling at? Anyway, so I think I'm going to leave this unmuted, uh, leave us unmuted so that you guys can hear what I was yelling because I'm sure I'll do it again. I so. got it. Oh, 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 no, I don't. <laughs> we'll see. Member Raskin of Maryland for his opening statement. Mr. Chairman, thank you. Um, before I give my opening statement, I have a parliamentary inquiry. Uh, given that the committee has not been authorized by the full House to conduct an impeachment inquiry, am I correct in 
assuming that we're obligated to follow the rules of the House, including Section 370 of the Rules and Manual, which prescribe engaging in personalities towards the president? Uh, at ease. What? Well, considering this is an investigation of Joe Biden, I assume that his name's going to come up. Right. But um, the House has not authorized us as an impeachment inquiry, so we're just operating with the general rules. And I think saying that the president lied is considered engaging in a personality. Uh, in fact, uh, he's a fucking section, liar. Section 370 says accusations that the president has committed a crime or even that the president has done something illegal are unparliamentary. And we're operating with the general rules of the House because the House has not authorized. All right. Shut the fuck up. This guy is going back to Robert's rules of order. All right. Let me let me let me make sure that because uh, I didn't even get to my yelling yet part. Yeah, yet. Hold on. You'll get there. You can bring it back up. But this is the shit that pisses me off. I don't have, look at him. have any of you guys been involved in an organization that uses Robert's rules for proper etiquette when conducting meetings? No, we always use Miss Emily's rules for okay. Know, no, setting well, the table. Most men's groups run under the Robert's rules of etiquette. All right, and there are questions and parliamentary questions you can ask and things like that. Blah blah blah, and discuss discussions like this. He's trying to say, look, the rules here should say these were not the rules that were given by Speaker Pelosi either. Let me make sure I make this abundantly clear because in the parliamentary hearings against Donald Trump, everything was taken as fact, even though it was rumor and sus uh, mm -hmm. supposition. Yeah. However, everything here is being taken as supposition and that nothing is real. Remember when I read you all, all of the rules that we need to press back against the Democrats on, this is one of them. We need to hold this rule because this cunt can't do that because when they did it to Trump, they said everything was fact, mm -hmm. even though none of it was fact. Well, because they didn't consider him president, so the rules didn't count. So, again, we don't consider him president, anything so or and we don't consider Biden president, so the rules shouldn't count. Yep. Who gives a fuck what he's bringing up? He's bringing up these Robert's rules of bullshit. Fuck you, faggot. Shut up, you little faggot. Sit down. I'll beat your ass just for free. And what happened? Uh, so, okay. Jamie Raskin. Supposedly had cancer, right? Don't you lose your hair when you have well, cancer? Well, and he was wearing a do-rag yeah. just like a couple weeks ago. He's got an awful lot of hair. Yeah. For having lose, lost all of his hair to cancer. I guess. And has to wear he, a do-rag for months. I, I guess he didn't lose all that much hair. Or I guess maybe he didn't have cancer. Are those plugs or was he virtue signaling? Was he just trying to gain the, the victim? Play the victim? I, I don't fucking know. Anyway. But there's a little shutdown clock no, right the, there to the left. Yeah, Republican shutdown clock. Anyway, let's keep going with this douchebag. The Speaker of the House has authorized the impeachment inquiry. It has been authorized. Okay. All right. Point of uh, parliamentary inquiry. The, the ranking member who, who wants to be our task, Ms. Ocasio-Cortez. I, I believe changing of the rules must require a vote from the full House of Representatives. 
rules of the committee. The, the chair overrules the point of order. While articles of impeachment are not directly before this committee, we are looking at the you? potential no. wrongdoing of the president. <clears throat> I think you got the wrong given the point. unique nature and subject matter of today's hearing topic. Uh, these words will not be ruled out of order. So, okay, uh, ranking member, please proceed. Thank you. They should be. Yeah, that wasn't the um. The, the they should be ruled out of order. Jamie that's Rassen not the, the one end, you but, were looking for. Uh, uh that's okay though. That's the one at the beginning. That's yeah. where Jamie went into the rules part of this. Yeah. He was trying to say, and then AOC came in there saying, "Wait a minute, if the rules, if if the if the rules committee is going to change shit." That requires a full house vote. It does. She's right. She's mm -hmm. not wrong. But nothing's changed. What this is, is an inquiry. It's not an impeachment proceeding. They don't have charges. They're not charging anybody. Yep. They haven't even sat an impeachment board yet. Remember, there's a number of steps that still has to take place. There's about 12 more steps that have to take place. And guess what? The government shuts down in a little less than 48 hours. Mm-hmm. It ain't happening. Hmm. It ain't happening. Joe Biden's going to get away with murder. And you and I are going to be sit fucking the, this. We're holding the legs of this chicken. We are holding the legs of this chicken while Joe Biden's fucking it. Because there's nothing else we can do legally. Okay, please don't say that because I watched the worst video today. And I really, I couldn't even play it for y'all. It was that bad. It happened down at the Texas border. Someone got video of a guy quite literally fucking a goat. Yeah, I've seen that. Shit, I saw Arabs doing it every night. Well, Jesus and Christ. now they're here doing it at the Texas border. Hey, you know why? You know why farmers fuck sheep next to the fucking next to a cliff so they push back. God damn, where have you been, woman? Shit. No. I thought you were a farmer. <laughs> we don't have any sheep or goats for that matter. Literal on. goat fuckers on you the You all border. can laugh. Ew. Ew. Good yeah, job, you. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> anyway, here's here's some AOC for you. You know you love her. Five minutes. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chair. Now, it has been repeated, and I would also like to repeat that the allegations being presented uh, by the majority are extremely serious, and the prospect of impeachment is also a gravely serious matter, which has been echoed by our witnesses today. And any serious impeachment investigation or inquiry relies on firsthand sworn testimony of witnesses to high crimes or misdemeanors. Today, the Republican majority has called in three witnesses to advance their case. Mr. Turley, I have a simple question for you. In your testimony today, are you presenting any firsthand witness account of crimes committed by the President of the United States? No, I'm not. No, you are not. Ms. O'Connor, you are the second uh, Republican witness here today. Have you, in your testimony, presented any firsthand witness account of crimes committed by, by the President of the United States? I have not. Thank you. Now, Mr. Dubinsky, as the third and final Republican witness uh, in this hearing, have you, in your testimony, presented any firsthand witness account of crimes committed by the President of the United States? Uh, I have not. And Professor Gerhardt, uh, given that you are the minority witness, I assume the same, correct? I'm not a fact witness, correct. Thank can you. Can you pause this for And to clarify. Please. Okay, so I can add some. Yeah, I'm done with her anyway. She's edification this because she's an idiot. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know what's going on. She has, obviously doesn't understand the par parliamentary rule of an impe impeachment inquiry. You do not need fucking charges, cunt. 
Or what you need is people to say to the law, to the letter of the law, that, hey, this is questionable. And what you're trying to do is sway voters in that gallery, the people that are up there in that on those seats saying, hey, look, there's shit we should investigate. There's some real question about what Joe Biden's been doing in the background. And your dumbass just tried to make this about evidence, yet we're not even at the evidence part. The evidence part is still months away, you dumbass. You're a retard. Go back to being a bartender. You were a better bartender than you are a fucking litigator. Please. You're an idiot. You're a fucking retard. America makes fun of you. Seriously. You're a fucking idiot with tits. The worst part about you is that you walk around and there's a chance that you might reproduce. Doubtful. It's scary. So tell me, babe, as you were an investigator for many years and and a, a federal law enforcement officer, in the course of an investigation, would you rather have witness testimony or bank records? Bank records every day of the week and twice on Sunday only because bank records are accurate. They don't lie. Follow they don't the money. I misremember I, things. Folks, I've, I've told you this a hundred million one times. Look, bankers are ridiculous at keeping numbers. They don't mistake shit. Mm-mm. They even know when shit looks illegal. How many people in here are bankers? How many? If you're a banker and you're listening to us, do me a favor. Just pop in the chat. And don't, don't worry because nobody's going to give you any shit. I guarantee everybody's going to feel what you're saying. But I, I got a serious question. If you're a banker, or you work in a bank, do me a favor. Just drop something in the chat. Just say that you're a banker. Tell me how many times in your, in the world that you've been banking, how many times have you seen shit and you just said, wait a minute, this just doesn't make any sense. Because, you know, I, I know a couple bankers and a couple of the guys that I know that do it. They said they can see illegal shit. They can tell, look, if you think you're walking into a bank and you're selling drugs on the side and you don't think the banker can tell, the banker can tell. Yeah. Okay. They can tell when you're, you're selling illegal shit or you're doing something illegal, even if it's not illegal, but it appears illegal. And all of a sudden you bring in a lot of cash and you put it in the bank. Let me tell you something. That banker notifies federal agents Mm -hmm. because it's, there's questionable activity going on at their bank. Any certain numbers. I don't know what the number is. So don't ask me. I know there's a certain number of C notes. When you run those across the desk, it automatically sparks people's attention. Like they start looking like they're not blind. And let me tell you something. If you're doing something illegal, they'll find it. They're not bad at what they do. They do a very good job, but it's the reason that in every investigation course I've ever taken, whether it was in the military and the civilian world, every single investigators course, the first thing they started out with was the one number one statement made in every class. Guess what it was, babe? Follow the money. That's it. That is the number one thing because the money never lies. Yep. You have to pay people. You cannot not pay people. Look, 
In the special operations community, I'm going to tell you right now, you want to know if somebody was a special operator or not, just follow the money. It's on their LESs. There's a pay stub. It has a number on it. That number tells you where the money was going, how it was routed, where it was going to, what unit was going to. That's, and you know what? The army tries in so many different ways for the more high-speed units, such as the one I was in, to try and cover it up. They can't. They can't. You always got to follow the money. You can't hide it. Mm -hmm. The money goes back to one place. The money never lies. It always tells you where it's been. Metaphor said he needs to talk to us and Liana too. Uh, maybe Liana will open up her Zoom room after the show, Metaphor. We can all chat. If that works for you. Let us know. Uh, let's watch Nancy Mace go fucking, you know, whatever. Trying trying to I don't know what show that she has balls. Mayor recognizes Miss Mace from South Carolina for five minutes. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, in 2019, Representative Raskin didn't think a House vote was needed for an actual impeachment inquiry. And to quote uh, Representative Raskin, he said in 2019, there's no formal constitutional or statutory or even the House rule for how an impeachment inquiry is to begin. And so it means different things to different people. I don't want to hear another word from the left or anyone across the other side of the aisle about impeachment inquiry. This is complete and total hypocrisy this morning. Today, we're going to bring the facts. Today, we are going to bring the evidence. In 2017, the Joe Biden family teamed up with Chinese company CEFC to make millions off of granting access to Joe no, Biden. No, you're not. Hunter even arranged oh, for Joe Biden to share office space with the CCP-aligned company. C I mean, that oh is all, my God, that you, is all evidence, but it's not nothing we. It's not something no, we no, don't know. No, she's wrong. No, I'm tired is, of this. Right, what is she wrong about? She's a retard too. What is she she's wrong about? She's just as bad as AOC. Okay, what AOC is she wrong about? had the same problem. Explain. She said. She said, "Wait a minute, no." We're here because we're going to hear. No, you're at an inquiry. You do not bring evidence at an inquiry. Well, this is an inquiry to whether or not other members should vote for an impeachment trial. Like, hey, there's a reason to vote for this. Wouldn't that this, require evidence? Wouldn't they present evidence to show that there's no further what reason it, to vote for an impeachment trial? When you start doing that, now you're. Tell me something, babe. How many times have I told you the best way to conduct an investigation is to hold your cards close to the chest? Mm -hmm. What did I mean when I said that? No, don't show anybody what you have. Until don't tell you're ready anybody to until yeah. you're ready to prosecute somebody, right? Yeah. Because why not? But now, it hold on. Oh, stop. It, why not? Because it gives them a chance. A to, defense. Yeah. A defense. So what do you do? You hold your cards close to the chest. This case, no, we've seen exact. This is where I think we have a big problem. I see the Republicans laying out all their evidence right now. That's what I see. She's about to lay out the complete case against Joe Biden. Which we already know. Which we already know. It's not a big deal. But my but point is. point in the beginning where she's calling out Jamie Raskin on his hypocrisy. That was the whole, the whole reason I wanted to play that clip. Honestly. Okay. Well, you got through that part. Yeah. I just, I don't agree with her saying, oh, now we got to go well, into evidence. Okay, no, so this is an inquiry. This is deal. to sway other members of Congress yes. to vote in the affirmative Democrats. for an impeachment. Yes. Dem that's what they're trying to do. They're trying Correct. to sway Democrats. and. The Democrats don't actually, you know, they don't watch alternative media. All they do is watch the MSMs. All they have heard from those talking head fucking CGI people on TV is that there is no evidence. There is no evidence. There is no evidence. So I think that what the Republicans are trying to do here is show the Democrats, wait, we actually have evidence. You guys just haven't been paying fucking attention.
I, as an investigator, that's the last thing I want to do. But they're not investigators; I, I know, they're politicians. I, I I know that. I got you. But they've been told by investigators: look, the last thing you want to do is start laying out your case so they can build a defense. Because now you build a defense, a movable defense. Now you can say, wait a minute. No, that wasn't actually what the money was transferred. What do you mean that wasn't what the money was transferred for? We've got the email. We've got the text message that said, oh, the money's in the mail. And then now, now we know that $250,000 of it landed at Joe's house. Yeah. It went right to Joe's house, yeah. not anywhere else. It went directly to fucking Delaware. Mm -hmm. That's where it went to his beach house, yeah. not to another estate to Joe's beach house, the same beach house that he's gone to every weekend since he's been president of this country. How crazy is that? Griff said, the thing is, why didn't we do this years ago against Biden instead of his last year in office? Because years ago, the Democrats controlled the Congress and they couldn't. And Senate. They control both, they couldn't. both they, houses. They literally couldn't. So they started this as soon as they took control of the house. And it, I mean, any investigation takes time. It does. It can take years, depending on the size of the investigation. Real world investigations do not work like law and order where you wrap it up and get a conviction in an hour. That's not how it works. It's not. It goes months, months, months. if not years. We're still Look, waiting on our fucking court date from the magistrate. Shit. Folks, one of the longest cases I worked, uh, I'll go ahead and tell you a story. So no shit. There I was. Uh, I got this one dude who walked in my office when I was here and he was talking about this dude at Fort Stewart that he saw he was selling a, um, he was trying to sell a manual, a classified manual mind you, on the Abrams tank. And the anti-armor systems on the Abrams tank. I followed that case to completion. Meaning I followed that all the way through conviction. I watched that motherfucker. I watched that some bitch go to jail. He went to jail for 28 years. Okay. Convicted on treason. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Convicted on treason. I was pushing for the death penalty. Because yours truly said, no, 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 no bear. You don't get to do this and get away with your life. Nope. Because people are going to die because of what you did. Mm -hmm. And guess what? If people are going to die from what you did, you're going to die from what you did. Period. I mean, that's, that's the easiest way I see it. It's an eye for an eye in my world. I am a very black and white person. There's no gray area in my world. You want to get this, high? this guy, he, was in debt, huge. He ended up going up to Alaska. We went up to Alaska, followed him all the way up there. <clears throat> and I was sure that there was another person involved. I was sure of it. I was like, this kid is an idiot. He's retarded. Every time that anybody's ever talked to him, he's the dumbest son of a bitch in a room. I was like, there's no way that this kid is doing this. There's somebody above him pulling the strings. Never we found him. No, we went up to Alaska. We set up a buy with an Alaskan state trooper who he thought was, for some reason was Middle Eastern. And when the buy happened and he got arrested, the first thing he looked at him, he looked at the Alaskan state trooper and he said, I didn't do anything. Really? <laughs> the Alaskan state trooper, mind you, he was approached by this guy in a bar 
And this guy, this Alaskan state trooper, thank God he's a full-blooded patriot because he went to everybody else and said, wait a minute, I was just approached by this soldier who thinks I'm Middle Eastern and he wants to sell me a manual that's top secret. I saw it and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Hey, I got to draft you into our army. I pulled him in and I sent him right back against him. And sure enough, he sold it to him and it ended up right back in my hands, which ended up back in the government's hands. Thank God, because if it didn't, it was going out broadcast around the world. Mm-hmm. And you know what this kid got? 28 years in jail. Okay. 28 years to life is what he got for treason. He'll get out when he's 50 or 61 years old mm-hmm. is when he'll get out of jail. Okay. Joe Biden, he's done sold us out to China. You know, that just requires one thing. And Leanna says it every morning. It's a rope and it sticks around his neck and it goes up to a tree and he sways because I'm telling you, he's a fucking traitor. Anybody who does that to our own, you're a fucking traitor and you need to die. Period. You have no loyalty. You're dead to me. Bring back the guillotine. CC. You want to get high? I really yeah. do. I, I really, really, I, I really considered doing it at the beginning of the show because I was, like I said, being dramatic. She was pain. She was I'm in pain. <laughs> Which he's in pain every day, so he doesn't give a shit when I'm in pain. But I'm not in pain every day, so when I am in pain, I'm a dramatic little fucking bitch about it. You are. <laughs> I used to be in pain every day, but now I'm not anymore, so I don't like it when I am. I wonder if Nancy Mays had her gun on her. <laughs> I just want to compare them. I want to do a dick measuring contest. Nancy, let me see yours. <laughs> her Adam's apple? <laughs> Damn, that looks like a 22, girl. Did you ever think about upgrading to like a 9mm? So, uh... I don't get high. I call it saving lives. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. That's hey, Cisco. Me and you have something in common. We both call it the same thing. That's what I call this. This in the morning when I do this, that means the rest of you are gonna live for the rest of the day. <laughs> so last night at dinner, we told the kids, "Hey, you're not going to school on October 4th." Yeah, and that the ain't te- happening. And the teenager was like, "Wait, what? Why?" I said, "Well, we got something to do." He goes, what do we have to do? I said, I don't know, but we're going to do something and it's not going to school. And then the little one piped up and said, yeah, well, we don't have school on the fourth. I'm sorry, what? Oh, no. Yeah. And and the teenager was totally just playing us because he loves to do that. He loves to just fucking push our balls, however, but like push our buttons however he can. He loves to show how big his balls are all the time. He like literally almost gets killed by his father every night. But um the little one goes, I mean, it's yeah. not a joke. No, no literally. I'm literally not kidding. I'm like, dude, I am about to. He does that shit on purpose. I know he does. I know. But the little one goes, yeah. We're off school the fourth, fifth, and sixth. I said, really? Why? They said, oh, it's fall break. And then the teenager popped in. It's fall break. It's new. I'm sorry, what? Oh, yeah, no, we still have Thanksgiving break. This is a new break. They just put it in this year. First time ever that they're putting in a fall break. And it's October 4th, 5th, and 6th. 
What is going on October 4th? Right? And I was well, like, well, you were good. you were all set it around 24th. The September the 24th, 24th and no, the well, 23rd. No, the, the movies were centered around the 23rd. Well, whatever. Nothing happened. But, you know, they never put a year on that date. The well, 23rd. nothing it happened. could be September 23rd of next year. It could be September 23rd of fucking 2030. I'm, I'm just saying nothing happened. All right. So October 4th now we're waiting for and we're. Well, we watched that last night because October 4th, the government, FEMA, has put out that they are doing an emergency broadcast at 2.22 p.m. And all of our kids Eastern are off Standard school time, first year. On October 4th. That is weird. <laughs> Putting those two things together. Exactly. That's that what I weird. said. That's just weird. Why? Why? And this is the first time this school has ever done it. Yeah. That's really That's weird. the first time the county's ever done it. That's really weird. I, that's what I was like. Okay, well, And we've, we've been seeing a lot of weird shit down here lately. Like, uh, forget our shit, the chickens and everything. But I've been hearing about other people. Like... Um, my boss, one of his friends, you know, he, he was talking to him the other day when I was on the, we were, we were in the truck. We had to drive up South Carolina and do some shit in South Carolina. Anyway, we had to get on a boat to go to an Island, which is kind of fucked up. But anyway, we're, we're going up there and he was on the phone with one of his buddies and I was listening and this poor dude, first of all, my number one rule about living in a home, if we're going to buy a home is what what's my number one rule? No HOA. No HOA. Ever. Ever. Because I can't fucking stand HOAs. HOAs are the bane of my existence. Number one, I hate HOAs for this reason. Um, I was in an HOA one day with my work truck, working on someone's garage door. I parked on the road because the driveway was full of cars. So I walked up the garage the driveway to the garage because all their cars were out of their garage. Because the fucking springs were broke. Mm -hmm. I wasn't there 40 folks. It takes 45 minutes to change springs. So if you have somebody there that's for two hours, doesn't know, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. All right. It takes 45 minutes to change springs in your garage. All right. 45 fucking minutes. If they're there any longer than that, they are fucking pulling your leg and they're full of shit. And charging right? by the hour. Yes. So it takes 45 minutes to change somebody's springs in their garage door. So I was there 45 fucking minutes. I'm in that fucking garage, 45 fucking minutes. I come out. There's a piece of paper on my fucking windshield. Can't park on the street here. This neighborhood. Blah, 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 blah. Fuck you. You know what? I, I, I don't know if that woman was still around me at the time. I grabbed that piece of paper. I ripped it up into the tiniest little shreds I could find and just threw it in the air and said, fuck you. Fuck you got my truck and drove away because you know what? I don't give a fuck, but I hate those cocksuckers because those security guards at the front of the neighborhoods, they always think they're so important. Bitch. I know what your badge says. You are not sworn law enforcement. It says rent a cop. You touch my fucking license. One more. Like I had a dude who reached out to grab my license and I slapped the shit out of his hand. I said, you touch that again. I'll cut your fucking hand off. He said, why is that? I said, because the only person I surrendered this to is a cop. Because I was a cop, you fucking dumbass. You're a rent-a-cop. You have no authority. If you touch my license again, I'm going to grab my gun. I'm going to shoot you. Let me tell you something. I never got a pass faster in my life. Because that bitch, I put him in his place and he said, oh, shit. Yeah, I'm talking to the wrong person. I said, yeah, you are, you mm. dumbass. And... But that's why I hate HOAs. That and their nosy neighbors. Number one. Number two. 
if I'm going to live somewhere, I'm going to be able to do what I want to do on my property when I want to do it. I couldn't do it on my last one because we lived more in a rural environment. Uh, this urban, one. Urban well, not really. A suburb. Suburban. Rural. rural. The, the last one we yeah, did the not, last was one. not rural. What? On Wilmington Island. Yeah, that's. You're, that you're, was residential. residential. That was suburban. Okay, suburban. It was not rural. Okay, not rural. No. Suburban. So suburban environment. So I couldn't do everything I wanted to do, but I moved here thinking I could and I can. And I have. And I'm going to continue doing it. I don't give a shit. Whether my property looks like shit or your property looks like, I don't care. Don't care. All, you know where my eyesight stops? The edge of my property. Mm -hmm. It's what I own. Yep. I don't care about anything else past it. Mm -hmm. I'll watch. If it's funny, I'll watch. If it's mm -hmm. something stupid you're doing, I'll watch. <clears throat> but I don't give a shit. You could fucking throw the best. The only thing I care about is like, look, at 10 o'clock, yeah, the noise has got to stop. Unless we're partying with you. But we don't do that, though. Even if at 10 o'clock, if it was one night, I could understand. If it's three nights in a row, then I'm like, all right, hey, dude, that's when I that's when I have an issue. At three nights in a row, that's when I, one night, don't give a fuck. Three nights in a row, though, yeah. That's when I come over and I say, it's time we have a chat. But you don't call the cops on them. No. Don't talk to them. Exactly. Yeah. You're humans. You live right next to each other. What the fuck can't you get along? We get along with everyone else. But we have to deal with this here at our property. This poor guy, they live in a nature way. He had a boat. Not a big boat. He had, a, he had about, a, it was a 10-seater. It's a side-by-side -side center console on a trailer. According to the HOA rules, you can't see a boat from the yard. Fine. So he parked it behind his house. He grew his bushes tall so he could cover it up. Did a really good job at it. They had a storm. About We had a pretty good, we had the hurricane come through. I tell you. Yeah. Was nothing really. But a dead tree fell, took out some of the bushes. 24 hours. He had 13 complaints. <sighs> to the homeowners association. Folks. If you live in these places, get the fuck out. Seriously. This is, this is where we give in our free card. All right. Listen, when you're born in this country, depending, no matter where you're at, when you're born in this country, you're born free, free, free. Meaning your blood belongs to no one. It belongs to this country. You give back what you take from it. So what you take from it, you got to give back sometime. At some point, you got to do something for it, whether you serve it, whether you serve alongside it like she did, whether you whether you work for the post office or you're a police officer or a firefighter, whatever. Eventually, you serve back the country, even as a volunteer. If you volunteer for something, that's service back to the country or the community. It, it is something that is ingrained in our blood as Americans. We give back one of the. One of the strongest things that used to be, used to be, and I'm going to say this very carefully, and there's a reason why I'm going to say it. Back in the day, one of the strongest communities that I ever was a part of was the, being a volunteer firefighter. You didn't get paid a dime. You didn't get paid shit. What you got paid in was an education, 
work teamwork and you got to find you push your limit you got to push yourself to a limit you didn't think you had and you found that fourth gear y'all know what i'm talking about but you were volunteer you know that the volunteer fire department is gone pretty much everywhere in america yep very few left there's no more volunteer fire departments i mean there's a handful here and there small communities but not many it is a rare thing why is that hmm. is it because of us because that's what i think it is i think as americans we've lost our way we lost our way away from god mm -hmm. we found religion but we found it in a church Mm. And the church is not where you find God. No, you find God inside yourself. Outside. So God's house is this. This is God's house. Whatever you do to this. Your body. You're doing to him. Mm -hmm. So when you reconsider your, your life thoughts later on tonight, when you're sitting there, stone is hot, high or drunk or whatever you are. Think about this real quick. How have you changed your life based on religion, politics? Conspiracy theory. Or con even conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, what more has changed your life? What has been more life-altering, I guess, out of those topics? And consider that for a second. You know, when I was sitting with my Aunt Margaret eating lunch today and I told her my mom lost God a long time ago. Um, I, I also told her, I said, you know, it's, it's amazing. I said, no, it's not amazing now, but if I had told myself this three years ago, I would have been amazed that when God found me, when we started putting God first in our life, everything got better. We are broke as a fucking joke last month. I mean, straight up broke. Couldn't, couldn't afford shit. Couldn't even pay our bills. But God put everything in but, our path that we yeah, needed. But we said. And that was it. Um, I said, uh, yeah, what, we just, I, I didn't worry about it. We trusted in God and it all came up right. Because when you put God first in your life, everything gets better. He tells you where to go. He makes things right. In a way that until you do, you can't even comprehend. And I can't explain it better than that. I know you're right. Because again, last it, folks, look, I know all these other guys got to tell you over and over again that they're you. For instance, the Bonginos, the, the other, they're, they're supposedly the blue collar right side. They're not, they're not you. They make close to two, three million dollars a year. They're not you. They have no idea what it, well, maybe Bongino does. He might. No, he was a secret service agent. Come on. They don't okay. make that much money. Mm -hmm. I, I know where he was at the time he was at there and he was living in DC. Nah, you were. He's weren't. got family money. He a little bit, not a lot. 
I know that. I know I've seen that already because he people. put his financials out there for his uh, con both congressional runs he okay. made. So, no, actually, I, I think that part of his life he's legit on. I, I give him that credit because he is very open about that. I mean, he also shows you the money he's made since then. That was okay. He's made some money, folks, but he's not you. He's never sat there one day and said, do I, do I pay the gas bill for the house or do I go get food? Yeah. Like, um, oh shit. Do I put oil in the tank for the house or do I go get food? Yeah. That's dude. I, I, I could never, one of the things I, I loved about us moving South, I hated it at first because I do, I really like winter. I, I do like fall. There's something about it that is rejuvenating. There's something about the cold that is just nice to have. It lets you know that shit's changing. But it dropped from like 95 to like 82. That let me know shit was changing. I'm good with that. Fuck you very much. <laughs> I'm not, I'd rather still be wearing jeans every day right now. And I would be if I was up there. But it's that you, you got to. I, I didn't like it at first. I really didn't because I missed the seasons. I like the seasons. I always love seasons. Well, fuck. Don't get that down here. Now I got two seasons. I got spring and I got, I got fall and okay. I got, that is so not true. We absolutely have four seasons here. We have four seasons. No, we don't. We have pollen season. We have gnat season. <laughs> right. We have hurricane season and we have summer. You're right. We have four seasons. No, we have the devil's taste. <laughs> Look, I, we just fixed our trailer today for, for my job. We have a, a big 16 foot enclosed Ooh, trailer. Does that mean that we can get the forklifts and fix the No, thing no, because that's not big enough still to carry oh, the forklift. Okay. The um the metal, because it was so hot this summer, the metal on the side of our trailer peeled off. Just peeled off while we were driving down the road. It's just flapping on the side of the trailer, beating the shit out of itself. Because it was so hot. Yeah, yeah. It was it melted off the side of the trailer. It Literally but, pulled back and receded from everything. All the glue let go and it slapped out and it was out there flat. No bullshit. We had to take the whole door off and basically glue the sun bitch back down. Ridiculous, right? But no shit. That's how hot it gets down here. That's how hot it gets. But now it's you like it. Hotter than balls. But now you like it. No, it's still fucking hotter than balls. All right. Anyway. Well, let's uh, let's move past the news because fuck the news, um, whatever impeachment inquiry and Trump's speech and GOP debate and yada yada yada. No one cares, right? All the same thing. It's all the same thing. Let's move into the fun part. What the conspiracy theory part? Yeah. Okay. Where are you going into? So, well, we're going to go back to October fourth real quick because Dr. Lee Merritt. Yeah. Now understand y'all that when Mick was at. Walter Reed Bethesda, when they were transitioning. The third time when they fixed his neck. The fourth time. The second, or the fourth second, time. the second time they fixed fourth his time. neck. Fine. Second the time they time fixed the second time you're at the time they right. fixed my neck. Uh, Dr. Merritt was consulting at Bethesda at the time. She used to be a Navy doc and she was a um orthopedic surgeon, one of the top. I think she's an orthopedic surgeon. Anyway. Yeah, she's an she's an orthopedic surgeon. <laughs> it was orthopedics mm -hmm. that it was that. So I was actually at neurosurgery, but I got referred yeah. from neurosurgery. To so Mix 
one of the vertebrae in his neck, um, they had already replaced one. And then the one below it blew. When it blew, a tiny little sliver of bone actually pierced the radial nerve in his neck. So he, and it, and it stuck there. It's like sticking a pin in your nerve and leaving it there for a year. No, more than a year. That shit was. That was like he three was years. So fuck no. Cause it was like a year between the first surgery and then till the, when the second, when the oh, yeah. second disc blew. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, uh, and they actually, they brought me in and they're like, you know, we're going to, because he already has this, we're going to fuse the, we can't put in a three dimension or a three stack. So we're going to fuse the disc below, but he's going to end up losing all rotation. And I was like, well, what if you move the current double stack um, metal disc replacement discs in his neck down and then fuse the one above, which is what they ended up doing. They told me I should be a neurosurgeon. I was like, I just look at things differently. Like I see it from an outside perspective. Anyway, but they brought in Dr. Lee Merritt to consult on his case because he was so fucked up. And I love this woman. This woman was awesome. Like, she, like this, 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 this didn't just blow it. Like shattered. It mel melted down and shattered at the same time. Yeah. So it became harder pieces of bone when it blew apart in my neck. And when it blew apart, it was, it was uh, probably cause I was in Alabama when it blew apart. Yeah, it was rough. And, uh, I couldn't move my neck for, Fuck. It was, it was like four days. I was in a, they put me in a cone and I was in the cone for like four days before I could even turn my head, even like five degrees. It was horrible. And I, I couldn't, I started losing feeling in my hands and I was mm -hmm. like, Oh my God, this, this is, is really bad. Like my hands started going to sleep. Like, you know, when your hands go to sleep, it was worse. Like all the time my hands felt like that. I was like, Holy shit. I can't even move my fingers right now. I couldn't type on a computer. I couldn't move a pen. I couldn't jerk off. All right. That's how bad it was. And since he it was constantly home, that's really like, bad. that's constantly like ghost hand and <laughs> like ghost hand, not working. I'm just saying. Anyway. So, um, so I have having met Dr. Lee Merritt in person. Um, I have full respect for her. Right now, I've not talked to her since COVID thing started. Understand that was like 18, 17 years ago that I met Dr. Merritt. But from the videos I've watched of her, the podcasts I listen to her on, she's not changed. She's only gotten more gung ho. Fuck y'all. Right. This, this is, is awesome. the way it is. If you don't like it too fucking bad, because this is the way it is. This is the truth. Like this is the truth of the matter. That's Dr. Merritt. Anyway. So having said that, let's listen to what she has to say about this. Now, I've been talking about optogenetics, and maybe I'll come and talk about that sometime. But optogenetics is the is well, it's being it's a hot topic in modern research, and they claim they've never done it on humans. But I cite the Travis Scott concert, which I think is an optogenetic hit. Basically, what they do is they can make a chemical called an opsin, and they can hybridize these opsins to do certain things. They can make them very specific, and they can put them in you, and then they can beam a wavelength on it, and it will cause things to happen. Okay, that's a very brief study, but they can do it with very, very um, precise spatial temporal precision, they call it, very precise ways. So they can start and stop, stop cardiac arrhythmias, for example. That's what I think happened at the Travis Scott concert. They were all vaccinated young people. They walked through thro uh, uh, strobe lights, and then they went into the music where there's all this wavelength, and it tends to be a lower frequency wavelengths that are used to activate these things. And 
something happened and about 14 people dropped and one person that survived it that didn't just die he said it felt like when i was standing there, my heart just stopped and that's what you would see in this kind of a hit but in any case they're talking about october 4th an event and this is uh, i don't you know uh there's a group called tls i think it's the light system it stands for and these are people that claim that they have infiltrated the the whatever we want, I call them the, the Babylonian mafia, but the, the big guys, the big elite in the world that are, that are running this show and that they're trying to, through various techniques, turn the tide by getting them to do things in different ways and, and stopping things. Well, they're the ones that put this, this out through an intermediary. They said, you need to get this word out. And this is a, a guy on the internet. And he said, so he's just saying, he put it out. He's like, there's a new thing that came out today. I'll put that up. But he said that, on October 4th at 2.22 p.m., they're going to do a, a theoretical test of the emergency broadcast system. Now, we've been hearing this for a while, so that part I can believe. And then they said, but what's really going to happen is they're going to blast this wavelength and it's going to do something. They don't know, but they're concerned that it's going to do something bad. Now, I will say that in addition to optogenetics and the Travis Scott concert and all the things I've looked at, it's my opinion that while they've been waving their hand about mRNA and trying to distract us over here, this is the kind of thing they've really been doing. And that this is very easy to do and cheaper relative than all that fancy uh, genetic manipulation to do mRNA technology. So... I got to say, I think there's some, some juice behind this. And for me, and, and, and I will say this, look at all the, the Chinese people that were, uh, there were several of these that you saw, and they were looking at their phone, and then they, the flash, you could see it flash on their face, and then they just slumped over in their chair. I, I You know, we didn't have any follow-up on that, so who knows? And, it, you know, we never, it's hard to know what's psyop, but that's consistent. Again, these things, you can't just take one data point, but this looks consistent across the, the, the spectrum. We had it happen in Israel, in South Korea. Um, so, uh, personally, I'm not going to take any chances. I'm going to take October 4th and I'm going to take the afternoon off and I'm just going to not be around any electronics. I'm going to shut down my house grid and put my phone into a Faraday cage. I didn't say to do that before, but that's probably a good idea, uh, because they can activate it remotely, whether you turn it off or not, unless you take the battery out. So I personally, am going to do that. And, um, and then if it doesn't happen, they say the backup's on October the 11th and I'll do it again then. And, and the worst case scenario they're going to produce a zombie apocalypse, you know, think the Hutus and the Tutsis. I mean, they're going to create some behavioral change in people that took this vaccine or somehow have this microtech in their body. That would be the worst case scenario. And the best case scenario is nothing happens and we all get a nice day away from our electronics to uh, commune with our families and nature. I, I think that's that's what I'm hoping for. So anyway, that's October 4th and October 11th. I would take it seriously. I would, I would, it's, it's cheap and easy to do. Now, the problem is if you're at certain work and you're certain jobs, and I don't know what to tell you, but I think the, the best thing you can do is try and be away of your cell phone. The, the, who knows what else? Uh, TVs may do it, um, but, you know, if you're a policeman, you're on duty, and you've got you've got to be on the radio, it's probably not going to be the radio, but I don't know. You know, you probably you guys probably know more about that than I do. Mm, so... No, no, she's, trust me, guys. Dr. Lee Maris, the, Merit's cool. Yeah. Trust me. She's the real And deal. she's not, go back to, hold on, go back, bring it all the way back to right before the end of her name right there at the MD, at the end of the MD, right there at the red line, at the end of the MD. You see that? Wait, 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 right. Uh, no, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Right. Keep going, keep going, keep going. I'll tell you when to stop. Stop, stop. We'll go before, go before, 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 right there. Stop. Play it right there. 
there's a group called TLS. I think it's the light system it stands for. And these are people that, that claim that they have infiltrated the the whatever we want. I call them the, the Babylonian mafia. But the the big guys, the big elite in the world that are that are running this show, and that they're trying to through various techniques turn the tide by getting them to do things in different ways and, and stopping things. Well, they're the ones that put this this out through. An intermediary they said you need to get this word out and this is a, uh, a guy on the internet and he said oh, so he's just, it's before that it's right before that it's just before that no it's like no it's like Hold the on. m and something happened in about yeah yeah right i know what you're looking for yeah scott concert they were all vaccinated young people they walked through throw uh, uh strobe lights and then they went into the music where there's all this wavelength and it tends to be a lower frequency wavelengths that are used to activate these things and something happened and about 14 people dropped and one person that survived it that didn't just die he said it felt like when i was standing there my heart just stopped okay this has actually been a proven thing i can't remember if it was the chinese or the russians i know it was communist they came out with a weapon a while ago that they could literally through a very low reverberated eurythmic wave Essentially, it, at a resting heart rate or even a heightened heart rate, depending on, I think it had to be heightened because it caused it, it caused a eurythmic contraction in the heart. And what it essentially, that contraction is a cramp. Anybody know what a heart attack is? A cramp. That's all a heart attack is, folks. It's just a really bad cramp. And this cramp stops the heart from beating, kills you, stops you, drops you right there, dead. Boom. One shot. You're off to the, whoop. We'll see you six feet under. Seriously. I'm not joking. This is real science. They know they can do it. Uh, Y'all don't believe me. How many people that you know, have those really big systems in their cars that I mean, they make your chest oh yeah just fucking vibrate like you can feel the air moving in your chest. Oh, we grew up there was a uh, growing up there was a kid who who had yeah. that. Yeah, he had car. that it system. Ridiculous. It was like one gigantic speaker. Yeah, he speaker. bought the whole thing from my boyfriend's dad. Pointed him. like it was back at your back. Yeah, and when this shit hits you, it made it felt like your heart was popping. Why do you think it makes it feel that way? Because, the because there's the a low rhythmic or eurythmic vibrate vibration that goes through your body at the same time. When sound hits your ears, it goes through your body at the same. It keeps traveling. The wave doesn't stop. We've proven that sound waves do not stop going through the human body. They go directly through the human body. It's why we don't use sound sonar above the water. We don't use sonar above the water. We use radar. Light travels faster than sound does underwater. Okay, Riza, again, that's just rude. If you come in our show and you post a link to a different show and say, come here, you're going to get booted. That's just rude. Later, dumbass. And, and not only that, <laughs> you're getting the ultimate boot. And I'll see you forever. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye-bye.
failed to mute. Why did I fail to mute that cunt? She should maybe been. someone else already did it. Okay, might have been done. Maybe. Oh, she's already been done. Right. Anyway, hi Reza. Um, so y'all <laughs> see you fucking sat. Just cut her fucking neck. I love it. Let her bleed out. Um, <laughs> y'all remember uh, Christine Anderson, the uh, uh, where she where where she from? Euro. Anyway, she she's, in the, she's in the EU, EU, right? She works for the EU. She's the only one that's been standing up and actually speaking up for us yes. there. And uh, she gave another. Us or just normal people? People in general. Okay. Normal Good. people. We Good. the people. Blue collar people. Yes. Us. The people of the world. Us. Yes. Us. COVID madness, this so-called pandemic, it was just a test balloon. A gigantic test balloon. Well, for what? you ask, well, to see how far they could go, to see what exactly they would have to do to get free individuals in a free and democratic society to consent to being forced into compliance. That's what they were trying to establish. That's what they were trying to figure out. And they have, they have figured it out, trust me. They are much smarter now. The goal ultimately is to transform our free and democratic societies um, yeah, into totalitarian societies. Their goal is to strip each and every one of us of our fundamental rights of freedom, democracy, the rule of law. They want to get rid of all of this. This whole COVID thing had never anything to do with public health. It never had anything to do with breaking waves. It always had to do with breaking people in order to make us a part of a mindless, malleable mass, which they can totally control. And we will be completely dependent upon this globalitarian elite. So I'm really imploring the people and all the peoples around the world, for God's sake, stop giving your democratically elected governments the benefit of the doubt. They are not deserving of that. They are not. Stop rationalizing whatever your government is doing. Try stop rationalizing and come up with some good intentions. They have no good intentions. Never, as I said before, in the entire history of mankind, there has never been a political elite concerned about the well-being of regular people. And it isn't any different now. Why should it stop giving them the benefit of the doubt? Because I can tell you, you cannot comply your way out of a tyranny. It is impossible. Trying to do so, you will only feed a gigantic alligator in the hopes of being eaten last. But guess what? Your turn will come and then you will be the one swallowed up. I also have to ask the people, end your silence. Speak up. For God's sake, stop complying. Start rebelling. They're out to get you if you do not resist. Yeah. Yep. 
out to get you. Yep. It's true. Mm. Hey, she's right. <laughs> you all know this shit's coming back. They're bringing masks back. I already see people wearing them all the Fucking time. Retards. It's ridiculous. It's just because they were told to wear them. Fucking dumb. Set. Love it. Set. It's easy though, because now you know who the sheeple are. Now you know who the sheep are. You don't have to guess. Now it's no longer, well, I wonder if he believes in COVID or not. He's not wearing a mask. He doesn't believe in COVID. I think we have just enough time to play this. This is really interesting. 21 ways to decalcify your pineal gland. Hmm. Smoke wheat. That is one of them. That's like the primary one. But check this out. The causes of pineal gland calcification talked about avoiding fluoride as well as all the other causes of pineal gland calcification to avoid. Filtering the tap water with a high quality water filtration system that removes fluoride using fluoride free toothpaste and avoiding most big pharma medication, avoiding pesticides, GMOs, unnecessary vaccines, flu shots, as well as a vast array of other toxins is what was highlighted in part one. And now here's a complete list of steps to completely open your third eye as quickly as possible. Number one. Organic blue ice skate fish oil is one of the most powerful natural substances you can take to decalcify your pineal gland. It contains a powerful substance called Activator X. Activator X refers to vitamin K1, K2, which can be combined with vitamins D3 and A to create a detoxifier that will restore the enzymatic balance, remove calcium from the arteries, and move it to the bones where it can be used properly. Number two. MSM is a chemical found in humans, animals, and many plants. MSM is very powerful in the decalcification of the pineal gland. MSM is also used for treating arthritis, osteoporosis, ulcers. It's great for the skin, the complexion, reducing wrinkles, and it even improves flexibility. It's recommended to take MSM in fairly high daily doses, between 7,000 to 10,000 milligrams each day. It's also recommended that you start with 3,000 milligrams daily. Take a little bit with each meal and work your way up to the recommended amount. Number three, Boron is another detoxifier and pineal gland cleanser. For this, a daily helping of organic beets will provide the perfect amount. I noticed a lot of multivitamins contain about a milligram of Boron. All you need is a very small amount on a daily basis to receive the full health benefits. Number four, Chlorella, a type of freshwater seaweed, is great at removing heavy metal toxins from the pineal gland. Chlorella should be used in short cycles, no longer than two months at a time. There are many great health benefits with this detox. Number five, some believe melatonin can be consumed to remove fluoride from the system, although this is not proven. For best results, make sure that you get plenty of exercise when using melatonin or when trying to open your third eye in general. Seeing how the pineal gland is responsible for producing melatonin, if it's calcified, it would only make sense that the production of melatonin would probably decrease. Therefore, taking a melatonin supplement might not be a bad idea. But even better, I would recommend natural forms of melatonin, such as cherries, pineapples, bananas, oranges, oats, rice, tomatoes, and barley. Number six. 
iodine has been clinically proven to increase the removal of sodium fluoride from the body via urine as calcium fluoride. Seaweed is a great source of natural iodine, but you might also want to consider taking an iodine supplement as well or instead. Don't overdo it with iodine. Only a small amount each day is required. One thing to keep in mind when taking iodine is that iodine will also deplete your sources of calcium. Review the natural sources of calcium that was covered in video one for further info or research the organic vegetables that contain natural calcium. Number seven, raw chocolate or raw cacao is high in antioxidants and can help stimulate the pineal gland. Organic unheated chocolate provides many great health benefits. Number eight, consuming raw lemon on an empty stomach can help detoxify the pineal gland. Drinking lemon water first thing in the morning made with organic lemons is a great way to consume the lemons and a great way to take full advantage of all the benefits. Number nine, there is research that says distilled water can help decalcify the pineal gland. Raw apple cider vinegar is also great for pineal gland detoxification as well as adding minerals back into the water. It's a great combination. You only need to add the raw apple cider vinegar to a couple glasses of water each day, but it's recommended that you drink several glasses of distilled water each day. Number 10, garlic is amazing for decalcification. It's also great at cleansing the body of parasites, prevention of cancer, and more amazing health benefits. You only need to consume about a half a bulb to two bulbs daily. Make sure that you chop it up and let it sit for at least 15 minutes before consuming it. This is how you'll get the full health benefits. Number 11, liver cleanses are considered effective for eliminating fluoride and other toxins. There are two types of liver cleansing, both which can be performed at home in about two weeks. One of the protocols focuses on the liver itself. The other cleanses the gallbladder, which is directly connected with liver functions. Simple instructions can be found online. Number 12, neem extract can also be used as an antibiotic that will break down calcium shells from the nanobacteria in the pineal gland. Neem is a legendary medical tree of India. The bark, leaves, and seeds are used to make medicine. Neem is a powerful antioxidant that possesses anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, antifungal, and antiparasitic properties. Another great substitute for neem is oregano oil with many of the same amazing benefits. Number 13, tamarind is another tree in which the extracts will help eliminate fluoride through the urine. Like neem extract, tamarind is also used to treat parasites within the intestines. Number 14, nigella sativa is an herb that originates from Western Asia. It's called black seed. Research on black seed has shown it to be a detoxifier, antibiotic, anti-tumor, anti-inflammatory, antihistamine, antibacterial, antibronchial, and an immune-boosting agent. It's an all-around healthy product. Also, your hair and fingernails will be strengthened and have more luster. Number 15. Numerous studies have shown that natural astaxanthin is one of the most potent antioxidants nature has to offer. It's recommended by many to avoid the synthetic version. Astaxanthin crosses the blood-brain barrier, which brings the antioxidant and the anti-inflammatory protection to the eyes, brain, 
and central nervous system. This is going to greatly help the opening of the third eye. Number 16, brainwave meditation is great once the pineal gland is decalcified, but certain frequencies can also help with the decalcification process. The next third eye meditation series released by Transcending Vibrations will feature chants in which if you hum along at the correct pitch will help you decalcify the pineal gland. This works by vibration. By holding the proper pitch, you can gently massage the pineal gland. Along with the other supplements, it will help speed up the process. Stress reduction is a key benefit of brainwave meditation, and this is also key when opening the third eye. Once the pineal gland is decalcified properly, then it is stimulated through many different frequencies within the ranges of delta, theta, alpha, beta, gamma, and lambda wave. These are all natural brainwave states that we experience in most cases simultaneously all throughout the day. If your pineal gland is completely calcified and you're using the third eye meditations, it will work a little bit, but only at a very small fraction at what it should. There are natural frequencies of the earth, and as life evolved over billions of years, it did so immersed within these natural frequencies. As quoted by Nikola Tesla, our entire biological system, the brain and the earth itself, work within the same frequencies. One of the key frequencies is 7.83 hertz. What the human brain perceives within this reality is only a very small percentage of what actually exists. Meditation within the proper frequency ranges can connect your thoughts, which are a form of energy, to a core of knowledge, strength, and inspiration. This is why throughout the history of mankind, meditation has been popular throughout so many cultures. In the Western culture, though, many people meditate only by watching television. Television actually puts you in alpha wave, but not a specific zone. The key frequency is a low state of alpha wave, which is actually right in between alpha and theta wave zone. This can be reached with any type of meditation, but with brainwave meditation, this tunes the mind right into the perfect zone without even having to think about it. You just relax, you lay back, and you'll feel it working. You'll become more creative than you ever thought imaginable, and this is the key frequency to extrasensory perception. This is a base frequency zone. However, there are many that help in pineal gland stimulation. Number 17, getting plenty of sunshine is another important step. It's also a good natural source of vitamin D. It's recommended that you avoid as much artificial light as possible. But if you're dealing with artificial light, it's always good to use the LED light bulbs. Avoid using CFL light bulbs or any other type of fluorescent bulb because they use dirty electricity. If you keep it dark at night, this will increase human growth hormone and also natural melatonin production. Number 18, diet was covered in part one, but again, you want to avoid processed foods as much as possible and eat as much natural raw foods as possible. I personally always start the day with a full blender full of great organic ingredients all blended in a smoothie. You also get a ton of energy throughout the day. Some other foods that are great for the pineal gland are many forms of berries, cilantro, watermelons, bananas, honey, coconut oil, hemp seeds, and flax seed. You want to reduce dairy and meat consumption as well. Number 19, plenty of exercise throughout the day is also an important step. Staying active is important to great health in general. This means not sitting too much, walking around as much as possible, and you also want to spend plenty of time in nature. Number 20, cannabis will help with the opening of the third eye 
and cannabis also helps with the pineal gland stimulation. This is why creativity is increased with cannabis. Cannabis also stimulates neurogenesis. Not only does it help by reducing inflammation, but it also helps promote the growth of new neural tissue. Number 21. Last but certainly not least on the list is turmeric. This plant is part of the ginger family and native to Southern Asia. It is this plant that gives curry its flavor. Supplementing with turmeric can completely reverse the damage caused by fluoride. It's the curcumin that is the active ingredient of turmeric that attenuates the neurotoxicity induced by fluoride. Turmeric was found to both neutralize existing fluoride and protect against additional fluoride that sometimes we just can't avoid. It's also anti-inflammatory, antimicrobial. It's found to remove buildup from the brain and also plaque from the arteries. There's over 6,000 studies proven turmeric to be one of the greatest healing herbs known. A great way to consume this herb, as with many herbs, is to simply make a tea with it. For one cup, I use a little bit less than a half teaspoon and I add some honey. So these are the 21 great steps that will help you decalcify your pineal gland and open your third eye as quickly and as safe as possible. So, interesting. That's really everything that we've been talking about for years. Yeah. Right? Go back to 1120 or 1112 because that's that was the one that, that kicked me in the teeth. Because this is what Justin used to talk about, mm -hmm. folks, guys. Not only does it help by reducing inflammation, but it also helps promote the growth of new neural tissue. Yep. New neural tissue. Yeah, that's why you can feel your foot again. One of the reasons, that and the mushrooms. Folks, this is no joke. This is this is like proof. Justin was telling us the right shit. Mm -hmm. He wasn't lying to us. He was telling us everything he was saying was the truth. Mm -hmm. Look at that. How, how many other times can you prove one of your best friends? Hey, he was a hundred percent right. Look at that. So these, these, uh, super Jesus. interesting clips that, that, um, that we're kind of playing in the second half of the show these days, these more fun ones, cool ones, whatever. Anyway, um, the ones that you guys keep requesting that I send to you, I am now putting them in the Patriot party podcast, telegram, not the chat, the regular Patriot party podcast telegram room. Okay. That's, it's just for news articles and whatnot. And honestly, I haven't used it very much lately, but since I detached it from the chat, but that is where I'm going to put any of these cool clips that you guys are always asking me for. That's where they'll be. You'll find them over there. So as I put them in my saved messages, I'm also putting them in that telegram room so that you can see them, forward them, download them, whatever. Um, but you know, that's, that's a good one though. That was, yeah, that was really good. That was, you know, Remember hey. that turmeric is most effective when you use it with black pepper. Black pepper boosts the. It opens it. No, it allows it to be absorbed faster into the yeah into your cells. Um, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for the fast absorption rate that can happen within your body. But uh, you know, as he's talking about frequencies and opening your pineal gland and certain frequency waves, all I could think of was. Electroculture changes the entire frequency of the area in which you put it. Yeah. Hey, also, hey, do you guys know that electroculture, because, you know, since now I got to be smart about this because people are going to ask me <laughs> stupid questions research. all the time. Um, <laughs> did you know that 
if you have a lot of electroculture stakes around your house, you're less likely to suffer from your arthritis symptoms throughout the year. Did you know that? Yeah. If I were you, I would, if you suffer from arthritis, like I do, I put as many of those motherfuckers in the ground as you could. Yep. Cause I'll tell you right now, if it changes that, holy shit, I'd be so happy. You know, the other funny thing, my aunt Margaret, when I was at her house today and we're going through and cause it's the first time I've been there with an eye to what I need to do to get her yard back in shape. And so we're walking through and looking at what needs to be done over the course of the next, probably a year. And, um, and she was like, this is supposed to be a dwarf bush. She's like, I don't, I don't understand it. I put in these plants and they just grow so huge. Like it's, it's crazy. All of my plants. She's like, and you know, some of us in the family, that's always been the case. And I think to myself, yeah, because we have a different frequency and the plants respond to it. That could be. Anyway, that's just what the, came into my head. I was like, you, you have a, a, a frequency about you, Aunt Margaret, that the plants love, respond to. So. Could be. Mm -hmm. Heard that before. Mm -hmm. It's not the first time. So, but I think electroculture. Boosts it for everybody. Gives you that if you don't have that as a part of your natural. Like one of the. Bioenergetic. Like one sphere. of the best things I've ever slept on before. It's a blanket. It's a stupid blanket they gave me when. I think it was like the third, fifth, sixth, eighth, twelfth. I don't remember which yep. time it was. We went down range. The frequency. They no, they gave us the this blanket, and we had to put it on the bed first. And you take this dart. And it comes with a dart, and you stick it in the ground. And it's a uh, they call that a grounding blanket. Mm -hmm. And. Um, well, I tell you what, yeah, I ain't never slept so good oh, in my yeah. life. Yeah, you, holy shit! You can get shit. like grand, grounding mattress pads, all kinds of shit. Dude, that shit is amazing. Mm -hmm. That grounding shit, I don't give a fuck what it, I've never slept in. Because you got to remember, would when I was going over all those times, we were sleeping during the day, so everything like we were doing everything at night. We were sleeping during the day, so. Everything they were giving us, they were experimenting to see what helped us sleep better the during day. the day. Yeah. So they gave us these grounding blankets. And I got to tell you, I ain't never slept so good in my life. Yep. It is fucking amazing. So anyway, so, anyway. we got to get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. Josh coming up next. Red Hill Project. You can check us out tomorrow morning. Uh, she'll be back with a good book tomorrow mm -hmm. morning at 830. Check out the lovely Leanna over on both Pilled and Rumble 905. Um, both channels. Good show. Mm -hmm. Check it out. It's worth the five hours of your day. And then you can check us out back here tomorrow night, 545 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. Till then, for the Mick and B. Lynn. Have a great night, fuckers. We'll see you later. Thanks for watching, y'all. Peace, bitches.
snares and alligators But once you get to the gate You can't depend on your waiters Cause you'll be over your tater I'm talking growing tomatoes Feeding the worms I fish with later I'll have a fish stick plate Over a six foot grave Before I take a knee As our anthem plays My hands on my heart I stand on what I say And my second amendment Handles what I can I ain't trying to be Billy Badass Or talk shit I'm just saying There's the line Don't cross it I got a red rider gun when I was three So I don't run or hide from anything Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue Color boy from the south, the south. Yeah. You can fuck around and find out I love my country, love my freedom Fuck a welfare, now I don't need them Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late To come around here, sun running your mouth You can fuck around and find out Strapped up in a wakey, I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can be I teach you how this game go Different joints, same smoke Wake up, wear the same clothes Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class Got the music way up loud With a cigar in my mouth Fuck around and come find out How we do it in the South Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirty South With a truck seat high And he straight pipes loud We need man up or sit your ass down. We done talking. Fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom. Fuck a welfare, now I don't need them. Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. To come around here, sun running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out.